Hello, hello world. Welcome to Tay the El podcast. I am your resident motivator and hope distiller, Juniper Promise. I've created this space to share hope and some encouraging responses to life's shared setbacks and challenges. This is a podcast about extracting value from your mistakes and obstacles. Take the L is about owning your life lessons. Meet me here every Monday. XOXO. Your class is now in session. Step right in. For years, I've longed for more than the mundane, but remained settled in environments that didn't stretch me. As a creative, I feel stifled in environments that give me no space to grow. Each year, I grew more and more weary from life on the cubicle farm. I am a dreamer and one who has vision, so I tend to diminish in ironclad environments. While I haven't fully executed everything I have envisioned for my life, planning and dreaming come naturally to me. I always see another way around problems because there are more than one ways to skin a cat. But what I do know now is in some environments, there's only one way to skin a cat. And from those environments, I run. Around the end of 2017, my job became an environment that wasn't conducive to my sanity. I became embroiled in personality attacks from someone I closely worked with. And since the work environment was one of gossip, I would always hear from someone what was being said about me. By this particular person, I tried many approaches to quell the spat between us, but soon gave up the fight. I quickly decided it was okay not being liked, but that I had to protect my safe space from gossip and from malicious people. As the days went by, I dreaded my job, but remained in my tight cocoon of complacency simply because of convenience, no other real reason. But deep down, I wanted freedom and release, freedom to answer the call of destiny and release from futile attempts to appease the status quo and from this one way to skin a cat approach to work. I had done the same thing for more than 10 years and now had passed burnout. I was tired, I needed a change. As a person of faith, I prayed and I fasted for personal freedom and release from the grip of the status quo. For seven whole months, I waited, I languished, I cried with the stretching I was undergoing. I was stretching areas of patience and areas of faith in knowing when to choose my battles and in not giving two rats asses about what people thought about me at work. But sometimes I thought about what was being said about me, how I was being unfairly targeted, and it hurt. Again, for seven months, I waited for an answer from God. In my wait, I fought for my sanity on a job that sucked every ounce of creativity from me. A job that gnawed at my peace and joy. A job that took my smile a job that became more of a mental battlefield for me than anything else. Life outside the job was peaceful and safe though, but every day I brought home 
what remained of work, what remained from the frustration of the day, the character assassinations, the bitter gossip and hypocrisy, and the overwhelming processes of my workload. I was unhappy, stressed, and gaining weight. But why didn't I just leave? I wanted to remain. That was the easier thing to do. I had for long remained in situations that brought no value but comfortable convenience. I was afforded what they call a flex schedule, so there was no work on Mondays for me. I worked four days and that was it. Looking back now, that was no concession for life in a maze. Have you ever lived your life in a maze? In rigid environments? Restrictive processes might be needed for some people who need structure to produce. But for a creative as myself, that's death. Sort of like confining a wild animal into a bathtub. It was a Thursday afternoon when the call to destiny came for me. At this point, I was already on tenterhooks and felt as though I was spiritually bursting at the seams. An unction came to me in the quietness of my spirit, and all it said was Psalm 3-3. Without hesitation, I grabbed my phone and Googled it. Immediately, it brought no resonance, but after a little while, I am your shield, your glory, and the lifter up of your head became real to me. I have for long lived a life knowing who I was, something that has been instilled in me by my upbringing. But in the seven months of travail, I lost the sense of who I am and this knowing that I belong to my Creator. And if I am His, then He would fight for me and take care of me. At this point, I decided to move forward in the power of Psalm 3-3. God is my shield, my glory, and the lifter up of my head. I needed a shield for the fight both within myself and the fight from the environment I was placed in. God would be my glory and my guide, navigating me through my metamorphosis in the days ahead. God would lift up my head from despair and from moments when a need, a nudge, or a push in moments of fear Almost four days after this moment with God in my car, I was laid off from this job. Sigh of relief. While I would sincerely miss a handful of good people, I knew it was time to chase passion and to do something true to my heart. For months leading up to this layoff, I desired freedom and departure from the mundane. The job sucked my drive, my creativity, and with each day dragging my feet into the office, I became more and more detached from the desire to be joined to the hip to a job 
that offered absolutely no growth. I wanted to flourish and to thrive, so the layoff came as a call to freedom, a freedom I was genuinely ready to commit to. The layoff was momentum for me, a true call to action. A layoff can either be paralysis or momentum. It's up to us to choose. How did I process this layoff, though? The same way I have processed setbacks and the downsides to life that came before it. Through fate, each setback or disappointment summons us to sift out the best parts of any situation. It is important to reflect on what the situation taught us more than the situation itself, or to just be neutral for a while. Everything is part of the plan. Know that we are always presented with a choice. Your focus should be on where you want to go, not on where you've been. Whenever a door closes, aim to move on in peace. Take the time out to see what you brought to this situation, be it the job, the, the relationship, and whether it was serving you. If it doesn't serve you, you have a decision to make. I have accomplished so many personal goals since the layoff. Completed some professional development training, launched my podcast, launched a beauty product, and two other things I will launch in the months ahead. I've also completed another book. I now have freedom as a budding entrepreneur and creative who is totally disjointed from the status quo. I've had many crying moments and disappointments coupled with many layers of failure and fear, but I wouldn't trade the lessons for the comfort of a steady paycheck. I know so many people have been laid off or furloughed because of COVID-19, and financial pressures may be mounting. I have been there and know that things will not always be the same. Embrace this layoff as an opportunity for reset, resolve to follow destiny no matter how small the step is. Find out what your burning passion or purpose is and research steps to start. For some of you, this may only be planning due to limited financial resources, but plan anyway. For some of you, it will be a mindset change to entrepreneurship, to going after your dreams. Know that everything takes a whole lot of effort, guts, research, and stick-to-itiveness. You hear me? Stick-to-itiveness. Try to access personal development grants through your state's local workforce or career centers. This is grant money you won't ever have to pay back. They may come with some stipulations though, be mindful of that. Here are some tips I have personally used. Write out your plans and steps to pursue other sources of income outside of regular employment. Try to freelance your services. Call up your creditors to find out if you have any unemployment insurance for any of your loans. Seek deferments where you can. Know this, the bills will always be there, but there's only one you. 
Credit can get a do-over, but you have this one life to live. Manage your stress level through mindfulness. Have a vision for better days. Think on where you want to go and not where you have been. Better days will come, but for now, pull up your sleeves and work your way through the trenches. Do more of the things you love and love on your tribe. Your tribe won't leave you on cloudy days. For me personally, my friendships have been strengthened during this transformation period. To recap, do not allow the monotony of life to stifle your creativity. The downsides of life can be an opportunity for reset or it may be paralysis you choose. Access available help. Manage your stress and cultivate peace. You can accomplish this by being more mindful and by doing more of the things that bring you peace and more of the things you love. Focus on the brighter days ahead. Dream, but have a defined plan of action and milestone dates for execution. Embrace every change as things needed for your growth. The waiting period of change will get uneasy, but it's building your spiritual fortitude, your spiritual muscles, your resolve. You got this. Say it with me. I got this. Say it again. I got this. Let me leave you with this quote from Bob Riley. Hard times don't create heroes. It is during the hard times when the hero within us is revealed. End quote. What personal strengths have you activated during this time? I urge you to fully explore yourself. Know who you are so no one can define you. We have come to the end of this episode. I hope it had added some perspective to your present reality. If it has, share with someone you think might need a nudge. Let's continue this conversation on Instagram at Juniper Promise. DM me your Ask Juniper questions. I will air my response in an upcoming episode of this podcast. May he become your friend. And until next time, XOXO.